0: what's happening basketball fans john lund here october 28 2019 and this is the nba saga podcast man what a week what a week opening week has been insane goodness biggest surprise so far has to be the minnesota timberwolves at three and O. Played all Eastern Conference teams, granted you, but they did dismal against them last year. I believe my memory serves correct, they were 11-30 against the East last year. And two big wins on the road already. Carl Anthony Towns has been straight dominant this year so far. Yesterday, against the Heat, the win at home, their open seasoner, was his worst outing of the season... And his worst outing in the season, he still dropped 23 points. Had four three-pointers. Really worked on that shot in the offseason, definitely. And mind you, snagged 11 boards. So double-double every game of the season so far for Carl Anthony Towns. Anthony Wiggins decided to finally show up yesterday. Dropped 25. Shot a decent percentage from the field. But again, his inconsistency throughout his young career is a question mark moving forward for the Wolves. Like I said the other day, I would really put all my eggs in going on trying to get D'Angelo Russell. He is a young stud. Him and Carl Anthony Towns are good friends. They've let it be known. They want to team up. Along with Devin Booker, but you might as well get two of the three right now. See what you could do. Call the Warriors. Do everything you can to make that trade and get a second reliable score in there behind Carl Anthony Towns. Andrew Wiggins is not consistent enough. Jeff Teague's on his last season of his contract, plus, he's getting up there in years. You just need to bring in new blood to go along with Carl anthony Towns. That's definitely what needs to happen. If I'm Minnesota, I'm hound in our front office. Make this happen. Because a duo of Carl anthony Towns with D'Angelo Russell would be so entertaining to watch. I think the fans would be looking forward to each and every game. And the way they're playing right now, they're definitely gonna be in the running for the playoffs. I had them obviously competing with Dallas and Sacramento. Sacramento's look dismal. Luke, uh, Luke Walton, excuse me, his can- opening campaign with the Kings has been ridiculous so far. Kings have showed really no heart. No effort. Got absolutely demolished in Utah Saturday night. I just uh, was disappointed with uh, their showing so far in the early season. But the bright side is there's plenty of time to turn it around for them. But they really need to get going. Moving the ball. DeAndro Fox needs help. The dude can get buckets. A lot of people were saying he's a potential all star this year. I don't see him making the all star game this year in the West. It's far too stacked, too many elite players in the league. Plus, I have Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz winding up on the all star game before the likes of DeAndre Fox even it's going to be kind of between him and luca luca for dallas has really started the season off strong i rant can't stop ranting and raving about him what he does on a basketball court night in night out night in and night out is incredible he's fun to watch he's mature beyond his years he looks like he's having fun out there And let's be honest, he's in tremendous better shape this year than he was in his rookie campaign because he came into the league overweight. He was overweight last year, still took the NBA by storm, averaged 20 points a game, walked away with rookie of the year accolades. I just think this year he could easily average 25, 6, and 6 across the board I just think his game is that polished, and his upside is just absolutely tremendous. So fun to watch on the basketball court, and uh, bringing Porzingis in, I think those two are definitely going to be fun for Dallas fans, and they should be very excited, not only for this season, but the next few seasons, because they have a lot of potential, a ton of upside, And they've been competitive. Uh, They're 2-1 to start the season. They lost lost a close game last night against Portland. That went down to the wire. Honestly, Dallas almost pulled it out. Um, But C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard proved to be too much for the young Dallas team. In a gritty end. At the end of the day, Dallas still had a chance to make a 35-footer as time expired. But just fell up short. But what a fantastic weekend of basketball. It has just been so fun to have the NBA back. And a lot of teams are really just showing us the tip of the iceberg. What they're going to bring this year. Game of the day yesterday was easily Brooklyn at Memphis. Ja Morant. What more can we say about that rookie? Goodness. Went toe-to-toe with Kyrie Irving. Dropped 17 points in the fourth quarter alone. And to top it off, had the game-tying layup with 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And then ends up blocking Kyrie Irving jump shot at the end of regulation to send it to overtime this is a rookie he played absolutely out of his mind last night it was bonkers to watch that kid especially in the fourth quarter he completely took over the game last night he shot a phenomenal 59 percent from the field Threw in nine dimes and had 30 points. 17, which I already mentioned, in the fourth quarter. This is a rookie. He's up there with J.A. Barrett for my one-two punch running for rookie of the year this season. Especially since Zion Williamson is out the first two months. But the NBA is in such good hands with this young talent. It is so exciting to think about. Already these young studs and rookies are balling out. But John Morant last night, huge, huge performance. And honestly, got the better of Kyrie Irving and the Nets. That block was absolutely stunning. And then to top it off with four seconds left in overtime... He had the assist to Jay Crowder, who hit the game-winning three-pointer. First week of the season, we already have game-winners going on. It was only Jay Crowder's second field goal of the game. But the man came up clutch, nailed it from the top of the key to hand the net to the 134-133 loss. That game was electric. It was fantastic, and... Although we all know the Grizzlies are not going to be very good this year, if I'm a Grizzlies fan, I am through the roof excited for the potential of Ja Morant because that kid's going to be special. He's electric. He's athletic. He proved he can go one-on-one with the other player's best player. And kid's got some clutch in him could play defense I was just so beyond impressed I watched some of him in college I knew he was going to need to polish up his game he's only going to continue to get better but you could see the love of basketball when that kid's on the floor and he wants it It was a thing of beauty, and I love when players step up to the competition and bring it against savvy vets such as Kyrie Irvin, who had himself a ball game again, dropped 37 points. Shooting was really not there, only shot about 40% from the field, but they're going to need to get more offense around him. He's shooting about 26 shots a game right now. I know he's excited to be home. I know he's the face of the franchise, especially since Kevin Durant's out for the season. But Kyrie, come on, man. You have some players that have proven themselves they could hit some shots. I mean, you don't need to be jacking up 30 shots every game. I know you're going to get yours, but it's a team game, and that's how you're going to win don't always have to be the hero we know you're clutch we know you come up in big situations but you have one of the best three-point shooters in the league Joe Harris with you you know Karis Levert had a huge game yesterday 27 points five assists four boards you had the talent around you it's not all about you Kyrie I know it's early you're amped to be at home in Brooklyn. But you don't always have to be the hero. The shot at the end of the regulation, you forced that. As a result, you ended up getting stuffed by the rookie. Could have, honestly, I think you had more time than to settle for the jump shot. But it's easy for me to say coming from the stands and talking. I just want to see more passing, more ball movement for the net. And Kyrie, we know you're a stud. We know you could drop 50 any given night. Just pass the ball. The only way you guys are really going to make some noise out east is if you trust your teammates. Get them more involved. Because it's not all about you, my friend. We know you're great. But pass the ball more. Don't jack up 30 shots a game. You don't need that to win. And if your team's going to be honestly competitive end up at the four or five seed in the wet east you're gonna have to not shoot as much a game and trust your teammates more moving on goodness the warriors just have been embarrassing this season oh and two Not even been competitive in either game. Their performances have been dismal. Draymond Green said it best when they interviewed him after the game. He said they bleeping suck. And it's true right now. They've been embarrassing to watch. Got absolutely demolished by the Thunder in Oklahoma. Lost the game by 28 points to the Thunder. I expected some more heart, some more... They're just not playing good basketball at all. It's been embarrassing as a fan to watch how bad they've been. I know it's going to be a struggle this year. They're definitely not the team of the last five years. They don't have enough weapons to help Steph Curry... Draymond Green and D'Angelo Russell. But, goodness. Play with more heart, guys. Play as a team. You guys are much better than getting blown out and being losing in both games by more than 30 points to start the season. I'm hoping for a bounce-back game tonight against the Pelicans. They're 0-2 as well. They want to get that first win of the season in front of their home crowd. Really curious to see what Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Steve Kerr do, what adjustments they make, because whatever you're doing right now, it's not working. It's embarrassing to watch. I'm very disappointed with the lackluster effort so far in this team start. You guys have more talent uh, than to be losing by 28 points to the Thunder. Now, every team gets blown out. That's a given in the NBA because you never know what you're going to get. But you guys have been blown out both games this season. Not even been in contention of either game. I don't even think you had the lead yet this season. Because I know you didn't have it at all during the Clippers game. And I think OKC jumped out last night pretty big as well. So... Got to go back to the drawing board in golden state because if you guys want to even compete for the playoffs you're gonna have to do it collectively as a team ball movement cutting screens you can't be playing the type of basketball you're playing and flat out Steph Curry needs to shoot the ball better we know the type of player you are you're a top five player in the world you're gonna need to perform better than you've been performing so far Steph I think it's just opening season slump. I'm not worried about Steph as an individual, but as a team for the Warriors, I am worried moving forward just because they've looked so lackluster and dismal. They've looked like a terrible basketball team. Moving on. Lakers dominated the Hornets last night. Hornets put up a great fight. One hell of a fight, actually. And Lakers really didn't pull away until the fourth quarter. Lakers were expected to win that game. You're playing against the Hornets, one of the worst teams in the league, one of the worst teams all that are the end of the season. They're going to be one of the worst teams. It's a given. They're young. They have really no star players whatsoever. They don't have an all-star on that team. You guys are expected to win that game big and Anthony Davis performed well I was impressed with Dwight Howard coming off the bench contributed 16 points 10 rebounds but I was overall it was a lackluster effort on the Lakers part as well I think if you guys want to be considered as good as a lot of people are hyping you up to be you need to destroy teams like the Hornets not the them lingering around now, we're in the opening season week of the season, I get it. Teams are still putting it together. Chemistry is still building, but don't even act kind of like the way you guys were acting last night, when you're beating the warrior, or excuse me, the hornets, like you were in the fourth quarter, when you're expected to do that to their team. LeBron James ended up with 20 points he did not have a good game the game kind of started out Anthony Davis took over from the beginning of the game LeBron James finished the game for the Lakers but if they're really gonna be in contention for one of the best teams in the west this year I need to see more out of them obviously it's so early everything I'm I'm nitpicking when it comes to all these teams because it's the early parts of the season we're not even a week in yet so, a lot of people are like, hey, John, you need to, you know, kind of relax, give it a little more time. Of course, I get that. But, when all the hype is around you, and the expectations are basically championship-level contention, you need to bring it more than that against the Hornets. You ended up winning by 19, but a lot of that lead came back, came in... The late minutes of the fourth quarter is when you guys really pulled away the last six minutes. I think when you built that lead up to double digits and it never looked back. But it's early in the season. So really, at this point, any criticism anybody gives any team or any player, it's just nitpicking because we're so early in the, le- in the season. But that's what people do, and commentators do. We anyway. We had five games yesterday. Our picks were three and two. I was wrong with the Warriors, who were embarrassed with the Thunder, and then the buzzer beater by Jay Crowder over the nets we are wrong there too but that brings our overall season picks total 40 wins f- excuse me 27 wins and 13 losses so we're starting to get our traction of where we need to be with our picks and expect that to continue throughout the week as we learn more about the teams the chemistry. And the season gets a little bit older before our eyes. And I'm really just ex- looking forward to a lot of young players. A lot of these teams are going to be special. Phoenix has been beyond impressive right now. Handed the Clippers their first loss of the season. And been very competitive so far. 2-1 and one to start the season out. Really looking forward to that game tonight with against the Jazz really stoked to see Donovan Mitchell and Booker go at it and I think the Suns will surprise some people they might be not a fluke granted first week of the season can't read too much into it but they've looked very competitive really impressed with how they looked the other night against the Clippers they controlled The game, they controlled the pace, they did not let the Clippers bully them around, they wanted more, they were hungry, and as a result, they got the win, the Clippers looked out of sorts, they were frustrated, and overall, Devon Booker and company really exceeded my expectations so far in this early season. And I'm excited to see how that continues throughout the rest of the season. Studs of the night last night. We have to give the game ball to the rookie, Ja Morant. 30 points. 17th in the fourth quarter. With the end of regulation stuff on Kyrie Irving. Definitely stud of the night, can't go wrong there. Other studs were C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. Those two really came to play, which we come to expect from, my opinion, the best backcourt in the NBA this season, especially since Klay Thompson's out for the year in Golden State. But they just casually dropped 63 points against the Dallas. Only had... Two total three-pointers, which is really shocking, considering both those guys can shoot lights out. One apiece. But at the end of the day, they put up their points. They came through in crunch time. Basketball is a game of runs, as we all know. And they got the win in Dallas. Last of the day, we're going to go with uh, a losing effort. Uh, Chris taps Porzingis. 32 points, 9 rebounds, 5 boards, and 2 blocks. Cannot say enough about how he's looked in this early season. Especially being out basically 2 years with injury. He has really performed. Him and Luka are going to be a force to be reckoned with all season long. And just wait till his endurance is really there. And he's comfortable night in night out not getting winded because he's played stellar so far and I cannot commend him enough for his efforts to this point and the 32 points last night were huge just looks fantastic like the player of old doesn't look like he's lost a step whatsoever extremely happy for him because as a fan you know how frustrating it has to be when players are out due to injury especially for a long period of time he's exceeded my expectations substantially so far to start the season and I can't wait to see what him and Luke are going to do the remainder of the year that's pretty much all we have for today folks real quick before we let you go going to give you our projections picks tonight again as I mentioned we're 27 and 13 so far for the season so before uh, we wait any further let's get at it the Pacers at Detroit Indy's still looking for that first game of the season but I'm going with the Pistons at home I expect Andre Drummond Drummond to show up again against Indiana he had that huge 30 and 20 point game to start the season In Indiana, I just see the Pistons beating the Pacers tonight, dropping the Pacers to 0 3. The Bulls at the Knicks, this is an intriguing game, really. Both these teams, we don't expect much out of them this season. Both young, both going to be the bottom of the barrel. But I have been, for the most part, impressed by the competitive nature by both teams to this point in the early season. But I'm taking Chicago on the road to upset, to beat the Knicks, excuse me. Battle of the Unbeatens, the Sixers at the Hawks. I'm taking the Sixers. They're just a better team. They're the deeper team. And Trey Young's been playing absolutely bonkers this season. Drops 38-plus in both games of the Hawks so far. Philly's going to look to put the clamps on him. And I think... Philly walks out of Atlanta tonight with the win. Other games in action. Orlando Magic at the Raptors. See Toronto winning that game. I think they're the better team. The Thunder at Houston. Chris Paul returns to Houston. A lot that was said in the offseason about the issues between CP3 and the Beard. I think Houston's the better team here. Houston's going to get the win. But I look for Chris Paul to have a good game Expect against Houston. Really kind of go at it uh, against Russell Westbrook tonight. But Houston's going to get the win. Cleveland at the Bucks. I'm going the Bucks. I don't really expect that game to be very competitive. Although, in my opinion, Milwaukee's been pretty lackluster to start the season so far. So I expect them to really pick it up. And kind of perform better than they have. Warriors at the Pelicans. Oh, this one's tough. But I have to go with the Warriors. I think they're, they are too m- prideful. They aren't as good as they've been. But they have some great talent on their team. They're better than they've showed so far. The Warriors get their first win of the season in New Orleans tonight, I believe. Trailblazers at Spurs should be a competitive game both teams are going to be playoff teams I believe I'm going to Trailblazers on the road just because Dame and uh, CJ are just phenomenal talents the best backcourt in the league coming off a big win last night against Dallas I see that continuing tonight in San Antonio game I'm really intrigued to watch is the Jazz at the Suns in Phoenix Like I said, Phoenix has really exceeded my expectations to start the early season. Been very competitive in all their games. Only lost to Denver in overtime by a point. That came down to the wire. But the Jazz are the better team defensively and offensively. I'm taking the Jazz in the City of the Suns. Nuggets of the Kings. Nuggets, Sacramento. I'm not going to even touch base how dismal they've been. And to wrap things up, last game of the night, Hornets at the Clippers. Clippers should win this one pretty handily. Hornets coming off a 19-point loss last night to the Lakers. At least they don't have to worry about traveling since uh, back-to-back in Staples. But the Clippers coming off a tough loss the other night against Phoenix. Clippers will go to 3-1 on the season tonight after they beat down the Hornets. That's all we have for today. Again, please join us tomorrow. Don't forget, the saga always continues. You guys have a great day.